welcome to Tech Talks in 20. This is Michael Logan. And I am Ginger Conlon, and I am excited to talk today about uh, the results of the Connected Customer Experience Report during our episode. Wow, what is that all about? What was the report findings? I don't want to give too much away yet, but I will give a hint and say it's we're going to dive in a little bit about empathy in the customer experience and how blending the human, the bot, and AI to listen and understand will really help deliver that great customer experience. And that is what customers expect today. They really have high expectations for their customer service interactions. Empathy in contact centers is vital. And I'm really looking forward to finding out what the study found. And let's dive into more details around it. Ginger, over the last year, with everything that we've all dealt with, what have you noticed the most? Like what's changed with you the most going through that at home experience? Yeah, it's it's been quite the time, you know, you really, you get to uh, missing your friends and your loved ones. And even when you spend time on social media, I mean, it's great to see what people are doing, but it's just not the same as, as getting that in-person time. Yeah. I miss people. I do. I feel like the longer I'm away from people, I think the less patient I'm in that I become. And it's too bad because what I want is connection. That's what I strive for. And when I have that connection, I feel like I'm, my patients are a little off and I'll be honest, being out in public again, as we start to reopen things, there's some anxiety to it. So maybe a little anxiety about being around people again, but that's really what I want is I want to be around my friends. I want to be around my family and hopefully, you know, everything that's gone on hasn't really made that really difficult for us. You know, you're not, you're not alone, actually. It's pretty interesting because Genesis, we did a global study of 11,000 people and really similar scenarios to what we're talking about. I mean, obviously a lot of people are feeling less connected. They're feeling like they really want to get back in the swing of things. And what's interesting is that it's not just personal. It's also, you know, how they interact with brands. One in six people that we spoke to called customer service just to hear a human voice. Wow. One in six. That's a, that's a lot higher than I expect. I mean, it just, it shows how important workforce engagement is and really helping your team understand how to connect with their customers and be compassionate and really listen. Tell me a little bit more about that because we've talked about empathy a lot. What do you think that means to a contact center in your own words? Empathy, generally speaking, is about putting yourself in other people's shoes. And it's not just about being nice. It's not it's not calling into the contact center and the contact center agent is nice to you. I mean, that that's great. That's important. But maybe you don't want to have a whole conversation. Maybe you just need some technology that helps you get something done fast. Maybe you need a bot. And that's the company giving you an empathetic experience by understanding what you need and getting it to you as quickly as possible. I think seamless interactions are so important today. Uh, Michael, are you seeing that in the industry? Well, I don't know that I'm seeing enough of it. I think it's, it, it is overlooked because you remember cost is always so paramount when we talk about 
infrastructure and, and building out a CX center. You know, we, we think about what we can allow at that measure. We don't think about the cost of the human experience enough. I think they blend in so well together. And I, and I know this is kind of taking us off subject, but it makes me think of a, you know, when we talk about what, what we need to do. I think of this, this cartoon that I've seen often, and it's a woman hanging over a cliff with her hand out and there's a guy reaching down over the cliff to help her. But what he doesn't see is that a snake, I guess, is biting the girl's wrist. So that's making it difficult. But what she doesn't see is the guy has a boulder on his back, but they're not aware of that. And I think it's that moment where they're connecting with one another. Someone needs help and assistance in that situation, but it's understanding their frame of reference, what they're going through at that moment. And remember, it's not just about the customer experience. It's about the agent's experience as well. And how do you meet both demands in that situation? And maybe there's not enough into that, but if one in six customers are calling just to hear a human voice, that's something to train on. Would you agree? Like, would you think that there's better ways to approach CX training at that point? Yeah. I mean, I think it's so important to train on listening and understanding. So one of the stats that came out of the study is that 70% of consumers across the globe think that a company is only as good as its customer service. So if you can throw a little AI magic coaching in there to help your agents do a better job, they're going to have a better employee experience and they're going to deliver a better customer experience. Yeah. When you, when you talk about bots and, and delivering on that, cause you, you got to think that we're doing this on one side, we're doing it at scale. We have to train all of our employees around these features. And how do we get better at that? Well, it's by being able to utilize things like machine learning and AI to determine the best interactions to look at and how, how to get those agents up to speed quicker. It's using sentiment analysis on your interactions to find out if we're meeting that trend, if we're meeting that high empathy moment, and if the sentiment of that call is a positive, then great. If it's not, how are we training that, that user in the background? But yeah, understanding that other piece is what does a customer need from us right now? And that, and I think in the study, you said like, we look at those features and look to see what interactions best meet a bot. And if you can tell me about those, and then we'll talk a little bit about, about that piece. Uh, absolutely. So not surprisingly, when someone has a difficult problem with a product or service that they just can't figure out, or their billing is inaccurate and they're really stressed out, or they need a product replacement or a turn, things like this, where there's a high stress level, typically speaking, they want to speak to a contact center agent, a live person, an employee. And they want to be heard. They want yeah. to be heard at that moment. And they want to hear someone say, I hear you. And I want to take care of that. Because that stressful moment could be snowballing on something else, right? And exactly. how important is that to get, I just have an, an outage of service, but every, you know, with everything else that's going on, this is on top of that. And to have your company provide that voice of understanding and how impactful that is. So we're not talking about technology anymore. We're talking about how, what's the best way to market a company is a feel good moment, right? Absolutely. And then. You know, sometimes that feel good moment is an interaction with the bot because you can just get something done. You can make a payment, you can update your account information, request information on a product, easy issues like having trouble logging in or checking the status of a claim. Get in, get out and move on. It's that quick, get me out of this scenario as quickly as possible. That And that I can feel that in a lot of instances. I just want a quick resolution or a quick answer. 
because there is another example of how empathy can save the moment. Because if I'm not in a good mood because I don't have, I because one, let's let's use the example of I just need to update my account information because things have changed, I've moved, or I just need to. I have so many things to do, I have to get this done right right now, and I don't need to hear someone's voice. I just I have to get through my list of items. So those are ideal moments because when it comes to implementing a bot in the CX center, we've realized that the evolution of the bot has transformed CX centers overwhelmingly. It's using the right bot and it's designing it to meet the right intent and and designing it correctly, but also having a bot that uses machine learning and can correct itself and learn from its mistakes and get better because what you don't want to create is another layer of frustration for customers. Because if bots become easy and never saying that implementing a bot is easy and the idea that having a software that can easily deploy the bot right? You know, get it into my, I want to hear this in my IVR flow. I want my chat messages or my web chat, web messaging to display this bot. That should be an easy move for a CX center, but the implementation behind it and understanding these empathetic moments and understanding empathy in that way is going to be key to delivering on that. So Michael, what do you think companies should consider when they're deciding what to use a bot for and how to get it into their flow? Well, you know, going back just a moment ago, making sure that that bot, one, it meets all their needs. There's a lot of details when it comes, and there's so many bots out there. You know, there's the industry-specific bots. There's many bots around banking or insurance. So picking the right bot, making sure that it supports the proper languages that you service, and making sure that when you look at it, you're using these empathetic drivers to determine when that bot is necessary. But then having a technology that by design makes it easy to deploy that bot. And that's, those are key elements. And I know there's, there's so much more to it, but without getting too technical in the design and the, the building of the intents and the slots that you would build into a, into a bot, but then also the word recognition, those are all pieces of it that can, you know, we can spend a lot of time on. And that's why I say having one that has the machine learning built in where it's automatically getting better as it's in production, those are key elements too, because we want, again, with the bot, you want to reduce frustration and make it so that it has that customer moment where they walk away and they think that was a good experience. Because I, I say this a lot, Ginger, and I'll, pro- and I'll probably repeat it multiple times this season, is that you, in a customer service realm, you are in competition with everyone that does customer service. So if you're a bank, you're in competition with, with insurance companies, you're in competition with telecommunication companies, anyone that provides customer service. The expectation of customer service has changed and has changed dramatically in the last 10 years. So meeting that and having a technology that can easily adapt to that because we don't know if it's done changing. Change is inevitable. <laughs> so what's next and how do, we, how do we meet that? And right now, really the big driver is bots. You have to give that great experience and customers keep expecting more and more as a matter of fact, Forrester Research, they do an annual list of who's the best at delivering customer experiences. And even the top companies on their list have had lower scores over the past couple of years without even changing anything, just because people expect more and more. And one of those things that they expect, which we talked about earlier, is fluid experiences. And if you think about that in terms of the bot experience, it's sometimes the bot can basically hand off the information to an agent. 
not exactly in that way, obviously, but Michael, can you talk a little bit about the importance of creating that seamless experience through the bot agent connection? Yeah, there's a lot of ways that when you're navigating through all the different technologies, all the different bots that, you know, that is not a frustration point on either end. And I mean, on the customer that you're serving or the agent that's servicing that customer, because then it starts to portray itself as a problem, an issue, uh, and it grows and it leads to frustration. And you, how do you reduce that? Well, it's having a seamless pass off between bot and agent. If my customer is engaged with the bot, the agent needs to see that discussion and see what occurred with that bot and know why that customer's reaching out and have some context to respond. And that there's possibilities delivering that through AI or agent assist can provide real-time responses to those agents while they're reviewing the content that have happened with that bot, but also for a customer to seamlessly move from one channel to the next, because that is what makes a powerful response to customer engagement. Because if a customer chooses to be on a social platform and reach out to you there and then move to an SMS or move to a voice or say, hey, just email that to me, it shouldn't be a point of frustration on either side. And those are keys and, and having something that can truly move between those interactions and, and keep track of them all and give them that choice. Because when you talk about having a good, seamless customer experience, regardless of the size of the brand, regardless of the, the, the vertical, or those concepts should be available to, to every UCX center to offer choice, offer social channels, offer SMS, and deliver that all with ease and not have an agent have to switch back and forth between different applications to deliver that because there's an, another room for error and there's another room to cause frustration on both ends. And that's what we're really trying to talk about with, with empathy. We really want to reduce those frustration points. And I think in a CX center, most, if not all of our CX owners and those that drive that, they know these things, but it's how to get there, right? It's how to navigate it and get there. So one of the things that they need is data. I'm a huge fan of using customer data well, and I love to harp on it as every opportunity. So two and three customers actually feel that companies collecting their data improves the customer experience. So here's an opportunity to make those seamless experiences. And like you were saying before, have that context pass through in all of the points of interaction. Yeah, it's so... Most of us remember, I need this from you and I need this. And this is the IVR asking to collect all these data inputs. And then you connect with your agent and they ask you to repeat it all. It's okay to confirm it, right? It's okay. It's just when you get transferred to the next individual and you repeat all the same efforts again. So there's a lot of ways. And, and again, we know that there are compliances around a lot of what we're doing there. And there's not to say they're wrong, but how do we make that less of a frustration for us? But also, as you're saying, delivering that context to a user through data, through collecting the right data and having the right answer and making it as quick and easy to authenticate that individual as well as transfer that individual with context so that when I get to the next person, it's not a brand new conversation. I'm not starting from scratch and saying, okay, let me start over. For the next time, I'm gonna say this, this is what's going on and then we transfer again. And there's so many different ways to approach this where we don't have those moments. And you talk about um, our ability to collect data on that user. Well, a big driver for that. We talk a lot about machine learning. We talk a lot about AI. We talk a lot about how we can 
use those to, to deliver a better customer experience. Well, delivering that customer to the right agent is another way to do that. And having the data on the customer, having the data on the agent and collecting all of that information, you know, how well is my agent doing in gamification? How well is my agent doing on, on different KPIs? Well, using AI to blend that customer with that agent and getting a real-time answer. And, and, you know, there's a big driver for reducing that frustration. If we match that user with the right agent every time, then we're going to reduce that and we're going to have happy customers and we're going to have, we're going to give them a reason to be one in six to call back to have that voice of, of empathy. Well, you know, I'd love to point out another couple of pieces of data from the study. So, you know, we've been talking a lot about empathy and actually service from an agent who makes it clear they understand your situation, even if it takes longer to resolve the issue. That's the most important thing globally that people are looking for. Faster, efficient is great. That's the number two thing. It doesn't matter if it's from a human or a bot. So people are happy to use bots if it gets them what they need. And then personalization is actually third, which is surprising to me because I'm all about data, right? But you don't necessarily have to have every single detail about a person in the in the first moment if you're really taking the time to understand them. And what do customers want most? They want customer service employees to listen to them, to understand their needs, to solve their problems completely, to provide a consistent answers across whoever they talk to, to respond quickly and to set real realistic expectations. And you know they can't do that alone. The employees need the technology to support them to deliver on all this because it's it's a lot. Yeah, you're absolutely right, and it's um, you know we talk about a lot of concepts there about you know delivering the right customer to the right agent and doing that every time and doing it right and having that agent see the right information in front of them. And it takes a CX platform that easily provides the context. It easily provides that ability to switch channels. It easily, I keep saying the word easy and there's. Feels like there's never an easy button in CX centers, but to have a technology that outpaces change, you know, have a have a contact center platform that's growing quickly and is evolving to changes, because we talk a lot about the idea of how workforce is changing, how it's changing forever, how it changed last year. You know, that's what started this conversation. Being able to work remotely very easily, that was a big ask for a lot, just, just at the beginning of the year, that was a or beginning of last year. That was the big ask that a lot of customer CX centers had was just, how do we get everyone home? Right. Having the right technology and having that in place and have it easily evolve and meet those changes. It's really key to what those drivers are. Absolutely. I mean, technology can help you deliver a more human experience, a more engaging and compassionate experience because it's gets people where they need to go faster. It connects them to where, to what they need and to who they need, whether it's a person or, or a bot and just makes it seamless. It's that seamless integration between the human and the artificial intelligence. That's the goal, right? How do we get, it sounds so futuristic, but it's happening right now in so many contact centers in so many different ways, you know, just contact your bank and you're living in that AI future. Absolutely. And, you know, and if you're listening and you're not there yet, hey, you know, one step at a time, there are things that you can start with that to be cliche or the low hanging fruit, but, you know, that's a cliche for a reason, right? It's what people are looking for. You show your, your wins and it, and then you take bigger steps and bigger steps. I, yeah. And I, I would, I would just add on to that, you know, when you evolve, make sure, you know, as you evolve in that journey, 
through your CX center, you're not trying to keep up with past technology. And I, I say that in a way where you're not evaluating your technology on what you are trying to do today. That's a big hurdle that we overcome a lot is we're still trying to meet these needs. And this is how we did it in the past. And this is what I need my technology to do. Well, technology's outpaced that. And we're beyond that. We, you know, technology's taking care of a lot of those, those features now. And it's being able to hand off that request or hand off that section of it to, you know, AI or hand it off to automation in a way. But that's really what you need to approach these problems as you move forward. Yeah, you made a great point earlier about working with technology that's also constantly evolving. So, you know, an open platform that has partners that can easily connect, that has, you know, so many of the elements that you already need connected and just, we keep saying easily, but like it, because it's, it's step changes, you can, you can go along for the ride with it because it's, it's not sitting for, you know, two years before there's an update. It's like, Hey, it's updating again. That's awesome. Yeah. No, the, the, that's the advantage to moving forward. I think it's the, you know, it's the, the question is what evaluation process am I using to get there? Because you almost have to start looking at things in a new lens because things have, things have changed. When's the last time you picked up a home phone and heard a dial tone? And I know that that we're all saddled with, how do we do that with our, our current technology stack? And we know that's there. How do we evolve that stack? Because we've invested heavily in it. Well, I, I, you know, I go back to what, what's a good investment. You know, marketing is a, is a true investment. And we talked about it earlier. It's really what this is about. Again, and I'll, I'll, we started with it. We've mentioned it twice now. One in six people call it just to hear a voice. Imagine that one in six experience when I'm just called to hear a voice. I got an empathetic voice. I got what I wanted to hear. And your product is behind that. You can't buy that kind of marketing. You can't. You can have the most well-produced commercial, the well, most well-written, the most heart-pounding or the most, you know, tug at the heartstrings, however you, whatever element you're going for, it's really hard to connect at that level at that moment. And that's really what CX power, the power of a CX center delivers. It's that one-to-one connection and having that and it, and it's happening at scale. And how, to, how do you meet that demand? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not easy as like we've been talking about, but there are easy elements to, to doing it once you take that first step and you have the right technology in place to enable what you're trying to accomplish. And to your point, 72% of the companies that have excellent experience, that 70% of consumers think that the companies that are giving the best experience right now are these big uh, multinational corporations because they have a lot of the technology to enable these seamless experiences. And no surprise here, Amazon was pretty much number one across the globe. And one of the reasons is they set the bar in many cases that customers expect from, you know, their utility company, like you said, or whoever it is, the pizza company, like, but that's what you want. Well, let me just, let me, and I'll end on this thought because you you brought up a really good point that if 70% of those surveyed feel that they're getting that service from a national brand because they have the, the ability to invest in an empathetic CX center, it is there. The CX center technology is out there and there's different forms of it. And that ability to offer that same customer service that a national brand is there for all sizes of the company. Just look into it and make sure, again, make sure you're asking the right questions about how do we evolve to that next level. I don't want to repeat what I'm done in the past. I want to evolve to what's what the expectation is. Well, Michael, as you said before, it's going to be hard to keep these conversations under 20 minutes because there's so much good stuff to talk about. But it's time to close this week's episode of Tech Talks in 20. 
I want to thank everyone for listening and hope you were able to take something away from today's topic. Before we leave you, though, we want to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below on Genesis.com, especially the report that we talked so much about today. There's lots more data for you to go into and other content that will expand on today's topic and we'll leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click to subscribe to get notified on previous and new episodes of the podcast and feel free to share with your colleagues and friends, of course. Again, thanks for listening and stay tuned to the next episode of Tech Talks in 20.